Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. We are picking up with day three of our Holy Ambition Devotion, the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description of the podcast, and if you guys want to follow along with us, and we have really been enjoying this one, so if you missed the previous few days, if you're vacationing or had time off, feel free to go check those out. Mm-hmm. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, and Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is James chapter 4, verse 6. And it says this, and he gives grace generously as the scriptures say, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. The devotional's titled a broken spirit. Remember the prayer Nehemiah spoke after getting his heart dislocated. What did he ask right after he approached God with praise In Nehemiah one, five through seven, it says, Lord, the God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of love with those who love him and keep his commandments. Let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer your servant is praying before you day and night for your servants, the people of Israel. I confess the sins we Israelites, including myself and my father's family, have committed against you. We have acted very wickedly towards you. We have not obeyed the commands, decrees, and laws you gave your servant Moses. Nehemiah confessed his sins and those of his people and his family. What can we learn from this? Before we continue to study holy ambition, we need to take a cue from Nehemiah and get a clearer view of God himself. Without it, there is a danger of letting our motivation, vision, and self-dependency take over. That leads to pride. Pride is something God does not like, not one bit. In James 4, 6, it says God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Why is pride so bad? We're not talking about a healthy self-image or recognizing something we've accomplished. Pride is a faulty view of who God is and who we are. The opposite of pride has been translated as a contrite spirit. It means being sorrowful, humbled, and remorseful as you recognize your dependency on the Almighty God, creator of the universe. So, how do you develop a broken spirit? First, hold a high and lofty view of God. He is all-loving, all-powerful, and utterly holy. Worship Him. Hold an accurate view of yourself. You and every other human fall short of the glory of God and need Him desperately. Renew your commitment to God's agenda. It's not about you. Yes, holy ambition is God using the gifts and dreams He has given you, but you are called to fulfill God's agenda, not your own. Nehemiah lived as an exile and a culture strikingly like ours, hedonistic and pluralistic, with no recognition of the one true God. But when God went looking for a man or woman who would stand in the gap for him, someone he could strongly support, he found one with a dislocated heart and a readiness to develop a broken spirit. Yeah, there was something in there that you said at the beginning of this devotional that really stuck out to me, and it was this paragraph that said, 
Before we continue to study holy ambition, we need to take a cue from Nehemiah and get a clearer view of God himself. Because without it, there is a danger of letting our motivation, letting our vision, and letting our self-dependency take over. And that leads to pride. Mm -hmm. And I'm guilty of all three of those. But I think the one that really strikes me the most is how I will try to be very like self-sufficient and I'll start to depend only on myself. And my first reaction to feeling motivated towards something isn't prayer. And mm-hmm. that's one of the first things that Nehemiah did. And that was so convicting. And I think the way I need to get back to that broken spirit is exactly what the author of this devotional said in those three tips, which is number one, hold a high and lofty view of God. We need to remind ourselves of who God is mm-hmm. because that will remind us of who we are, Yeah, which of course is the next tip, which is, Hold an accurate view of yourself. It's not to it's not to just bash on ourselves, but it's to really magnify God and our need to depend on Him. Mm-hmm. And I love that it's not meant to send us down this really negative self speak spiral that we can fall into. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, it opens up the door, which is tip number three for us to just renew our commitment to God's agenda. And yes, it's His agenda; it's not ours. And once we fully realize that, wow, like this is really about God. It's not about me doing what I want to do in my own power. This is God doing what he wants to do with his power. And I'm included. Mm -hmm. It really helps us um, wrap our minds around moving forward with, with ambition. Yeah, that's so good. And just one more point, because I feel like you did such a good job, like summarizing that is the fact that he came to God in confession because as we talk about humbling ourselves underneath God, I think there's nothing more humble than confession than remembering every time you pray, like, wow, I really do fall short of his glory. Cause I think sometimes we can just forget how like much we fall short. And it's not like what you said, like this doom and gloom thing. It's, a good thing as we remember that like God is so holy and he is so good and we fall short on a daily basis, but because of his goodness and because of his grace, he still uses us as an instrument for his kingdom and what a privilege and what an honor that we get to do what we do, that we get to use our talents and the treasures he's given us. And I think it just shifts your perspective so much when you come at a situation from a humble mindset, then look at me, like look at my talents, look at my giftings and watch me shine. It's like, no, watch the light of Jesus shine through me because I am so not deserving and this is all him. Amen. Yeah. You ready to pray sign out? I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you today and we do confess, Lord, whatever it is that we've done, um, where we've fallen short, Lord, whether it's our temper, whether it's the thoughts in our head, whether it's the way we've responded to loved ones, whether it's something else, Lord, we want to bring that to you. We know that it's not a secret to you. We know that you see, we know that you hear, Lord, you are always with us and you never forsake us, Lord. But as we confess, it is our reminder to ourselves that we are not worthy, but it's only through you, Lord, that you give us worth, that Jesus and what he did on the cross 
gave us worth, Lord, that that you paid a high price for us. And what an honor that we get to serve you, Lord. So would you just break our hearts for what breaks yours, Lord? And um, as we come to you and ask you to use us, Lord, would you just remind us that it is for your agenda, not our own? Would you highlight the ways in which we can do that today? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Awesome, and y'all know.